Today is January the 17th. Today, we see how true repentance brings forgiveness. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Genesis 43 to 46. Before you do, let me just... Uh, let you know about a few of the things that are going to be taking place. In chapter 42, Joseph uh, sent food back to his family in Palestine. Uh, they had brought money to buy it. Joseph actually puts the money back in their bags. Well, the food runs out. Israel sends his brothers back to uh, Joseph. He doesn't know he's Joseph, but he sends him back to Egypt. The brothers say, when we were there, we told him about Benjamin. He said, you can't come back unless you bring Benjamin. If you come back, I'll kill you. Well, <clears throat> Israel says, why would you do that? Uh, Benjamin's older brother was killed. I lost him. Now are you going to take the younger brother from me? Judah says, we can't go back without Benjamin. We've got to take him. I will give you my sons in place of Benjamin, and I will vouch for Benjamin's life with my own life. They go back. You'll read in the story how Joseph again uh, put all of their money back in their, in their bags, but in Benjamin's bag, he put his own silver divining cup that officials in Egypt would have had. Uh, they thought they would use them to interpret the future, to predict the future. Joseph knows that that's nonsense. Only God does that. But he still has the cup. He uh, sends his servants after them as they're going back. He finds the cup in Benjamin's plague, brings uh, all 11 of them back. And at this point, Judah speaks up for his brothers. He says, we can't go back without Benjamin. Our dad will die if he loses Benjamin. Then Judah says, um, chapter 44, verse 33, Please, my lord, let me stay here as a slave instead of the boy. Let the boy return with his brothers. If you go back to Genesis 37, you'll see that it was Judah's idea to sell Joseph into slavery. Joseph would have been aware of that. He was in a, in a well. He would have heard Judah saying that. He knew that Judah was the one who sold him out. Judah is now the one who steps up and says, I give my life for this boy. As a result, chapter 45, Joseph breaks down. He breaks down in great tears, uh, reveals himself to his brothers. They can't believe it, but uh, he sends them back to get Jacob and to bring him back to Egypt with them. So chapter 46, he goes back to Egypt, and we have the beautiful story of Joseph and his father Jacob reuniting after many, many long years. 
the point of this story. Judah is the one who sold Joseph out. Judah is the one who offers to give his life for Benjamin's. When Joseph sees that Judah has changed, Joseph knows what he must do. He must forgive. Payback or forgive? Well, true repentance can bring about forgiveness. Listen to the story. Genesis 43-46, to New Living Translation. Genesis 43. But the famine continued to ravage the land of Canaan. When the grain they had brought from Egypt was almost gone, Jacob said to his sons, Go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah said, The man was serious when he warned us. You won't see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you send Benjamin with us, we will go down and buy more food. But if you don't let Benjamin go, we won't go either. Remember the man said, You won't see my face again unless your brother is with you. Why were you so cruel to me, Jacob moaned. Why did you tell him you had another brother? The man kept asking us questions about our family, they replied. He asked, is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? So he answered his questions. How could we know he'd say, bring your brother down here? Judah said to his father, send the boy with me and we'll be on our way. Otherwise, we'll all die of starvation. Not only we, but you and our little ones. I personally guarantee his safety. You may hold me responsible if I don't bring him back to you. Then let me bear the blame forever. If we hadn't wasted all this time, we could have gone and returned twice by now. So their father Jacob finally said to them, If it can't be avoided, then at least do this. Pack your bags with the best products of this land. Take them down to the man as gifts, balm, honey, gum, aromatic rosin, pistachio nuts, almonds. Also take double the money that was put back in your sacks. It was probably someone's mistake. And take your brother and go back to the man. May God Almighty give you mercy as you go before the man, so he will release Simeon and let Benjamin return. But if I must lose my children, so be it. So the men packed Jacob's gifts and doubled the money and headed off with Benjamin. They finally arrived in Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with him, he said to the manager of his household, These men will eat with me this noon. Take them inside the palace, then go slaughter an animal, prepare a big feast. So the man did as Joseph told him and took them into Joseph's palace. The brothers were terrified when they saw that they were being taken to Joseph's house. It's because of the money someone put in our sacks last time we were here, they said. He plans to pretend that we stole it. Then he'll see us, make us slaves, take our donkeys. The brothers approached the manager of Joseph's household, spoke to him at the entrance of the palace. Sir, they said, we came to Egypt once before to buy food, but as we were returning home, we stopped for the night and opened our sacks. Then we discovered that each man's money, the exact amount paid, was in the top of his sack. Here it is. We've brought it back with us. We've also additional money to buy more food. We have no idea who put our money in our sacks. Relax, don't be afraid, the household manager told them. Your God, the God of your father, must have put this treasure into your sacks. I know I received your payment. Then he released Simeon and brought him out to them. 
The manager then led the men into Joseph's palace. He gave them water to wash their feet and provided food for their donkeys. They were told that they would be eating there, so they prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came home, they gave him the gifts they had brought him. They bowed low to the ground before him. After greeting them, he asked, How's your father, the old man you spoke about? Is he still alive? Yes, they replied. Our father, your servant, is alive and well. And they bowed low again. Then Joseph looked at his brother Benjamin, the son of his own mother. Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? Joseph asked. May God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried from the room because he was overcome with emotion for his brother. He went into his private room where he broke down and wept. After washing his face, he came back out, keeping himself under control. He ordered, bring out the food. The waiters served Joseph at his own table, and his brothers were served at a separate table. The Egyptians who ate with Joseph sat at their own table because Egyptians despise Hebrews and refused to eat with them. Joseph told each of his brothers where to sit, and to their amazement, he seated them according to age, from oldest to youngest. And Joseph filled their plates with food from his own table, giving Benjamin five times as much as he gave the others. So they feasted and drank freely with him. Genesis 44 When his brothers were ready to leave, Joseph gave these instructions to his palace manager. Fill each of their sacks with as much grain as they can carry, and put each man's money back into his sack. Then put my personal silver cup at the top of the youngest brother's sack, along with the money for his grain. So the manager did as Joseph instructed him. The brothers were up at dawn and were sent on their journey with their loaded donkeys. But when they'd gone only a short distance and were barely out of the city, Joseph said to the palace manager, Chase after them and stop them. When you catch them, ask them, Why have you repaid my kindness with such evil? Why have you stolen my master's silver cup, which he uses to predict the future? What a wicked thing you've done. When the palace manager caught up with the men, he spoke to them as he had been instructed. What are you talking about? The brothers responded. We're your servants. We would never do such a thing. Didn't we return the money we found in our sacks? We brought it back all the way from the land of Canaan. Why would we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If you find his cup with any of us, let that man die, and the rest of us, my lord, will be your slaves. That's fair, the man replied. But only the one who stole the cup will be my slave. The rest of you may go free. They all quickly took their sacks from the backs of their donkeys and opened them. The palace manager searched the brothers' sacks from the oldest to the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. When the brothers saw this, they tore their clothing in despair. Then they loaded their donkeys again and returned to the city. Joseph was still in his palace when Judah and his brothers arrived. They fell to the ground before him. What have you done? Joseph demanded. Don't you know that a man like me can predict the future? Judah answered, Oh, my Lord, what can we say to you? How can we explain this? How can we prove our innocence? God is punishing us for our sins. 
My Lord, we have all returned to be your slaves, all of us, not just our brother who had your cup in his sack. No, Joseph replied, I would never do such a thing. Only the man who stole my cup will be my slave. The rest of you may go back to your father in peace. Then Judah stepped forward and said, Please, my Lord, let your servant say just one word to you. Please don't be angry with me, even though you're as powerful as Pharaoh himself. My Lord previously asked us, your servants, do you have a father or a brother? We responded, yes, my Lord. We have a father who's an old man. His youngest son is a child of his old age. His full brother is dead. He alone is left of his mother's children, and his father loves him very much. You said to us, bring him here so I can see him with my own eyes. But we said to you, my Lord, the boy can't leave his father, for his father would die. But you told us, unless your youngest comes with you, you will never see my face again. So we returned to your servant, our father, told him what you had said. Later, when we said, when he said, go back again and buy us more food, we replied, we can't go unless you let our youngest brother go with us. We'll never get to see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Then my father said to us, as you know, my wife had two sons. One of them went away and never returned. Doubtless he was torn to pieces by some wild animal. I've never seen him since. Now, if you take his brother away from me and any harm comes to him, you'll send this grieving white-haired man to his grave. And now, my Lord, I cannot go back to my father without the boy. Our father's life is bound up in the boy's life. If he sees that the boy is not with us, our father will die. We, your servants, will indeed be responsible for sending that grieving white-haired man to his grave. My Lord, I guaranteed to my father that I would take care of the boy. I told him, if I don't bring him back to you, I will bear the blame forever. So please, my Lord, let me stay here as a slave instead of the boy. Let the boy return with his brothers. For how can I return to my father if the boy is not with me? I couldn't bear to see the anguish this would cause my father. Genesis 45. Joseph could stand it no longer. There were many people in the room, and he said to his attendants, Out, all of you. So he was alone with his brothers when he told them who he was. And he broke down and wept. He wept so loudly, the Egyptians could hear him. Word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I'm Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said to them. So they came closer, and he said again, I'm Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset. Don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. This famine that has ravaged the land for two years will last five more years. There will neither be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive, to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. He's the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace, the governor of all Egypt. 
Now hurry back to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen, where you can be near me with all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds, everything you own. I'll take care of you there, for there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, you, your household, and all your animals will starve. Then Joseph added, Look, you can see for yourselves, and so can my brother brother Benjamin, that I really am Joseph. Go tell my father of my honored position here in Egypt. Describe for him everything you've seen, and bring my father here quickly, weeping with joy. He embraced Benjamin, and Benjamin did the same. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them. After that, they began talking freely with him. The news soon reached Pharaoh's palace. Joseph's brothers have arrived. Pharaoh and his officials were all delighted to hear this. Joseph said to Pharaoh, Tell your brothers this is what you must do. Load your pack animals. Hurry back to the land of Canaan. Then get your father and all your families and return here to me. I'll give you the very best in the land of Egypt. You'll eat from the best that the land produces. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, take wagons from the land of Egypt to carry your little children your wives. Bring your father here. Don't worry about your personal belongings. The best of all the land of Egypt is yours. So the sons of Jacob did as they were told. Joseph provided them with wagons as Pharaoh had commanded. He gave them supplies for the journey. He gave each of them new clothes. But to Benjamin, he gave five changes of clothes and 300 pieces of silver. He also sent his father ten male donkeys loaded with the finest products of Egypt and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other supplies he would need on his journey. So Joseph sent his brothers off, and as they left, he called after them, Don't quarrel about this along the way. They left Egypt and returned to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. Joseph is still alive, they told him. He's governor over all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned at the news. He couldn't believe it. But when they repeated to Jacob everything Joseph had told them, when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to carry him, their father's spirits revived. Then Jacob exclaimed, It must be true. My son Joseph is alive. I must go and see him before I die. Genesis 46 So Jacob set out for Egypt with all his possessions. When he came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. During the night, God spoke to him in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he called. Here I am, Jacob replied. I am God, the God of your father, the voice said. Don't be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I'll make your family into a great nation. I'll go with you down to Egypt, and I'll bring you back again. You'll die in Egypt, but Joseph will be with you to close your eyes. So Jacob left Beersheba, and his sons took him to Egypt. They carried him and their little ones and their wives in the wagons Pharaoh had provided for them. They also took all their livestock and all the personal belongings they had acquired in the land of Canaan. So Jacob and his entire family went to Egypt, sons and grandsons, daughters and granddaughters, all his descendants. These are the names of the descendants of Israel, the sons of Jacob, who went to Egypt. Reuben was Jacob's oldest son. The sons of Reuben were Hanok, 
Pilu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jarmin, Ochad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul. Shaul's mother was a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The sons of Judah were Er, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. Though Er and Onan had died in the land of Canaan, the sons of Perez were Hezron and Ahamul. The sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Yashub, and Shimron. The sons of Zebulun were Sered, Elon, and Jalel. These were the sons of Leah and Jacob, who were born in Padanaram, in addition to their daughter, Dinah. The number of Jacob's descendants, male and female, through Leah, was 33. The sons of Gad were Zephon, Hagi, Shuni, Ezban, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bariah. Their sister was Serah. Bariah's son made Heber and Malkiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, the servant given to Leah by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Zilpah was sixteen. The sons of Jacob's wife, Rachel, were Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph's sons, born in the land of Egypt, were Manasseh and Ephraim. Their mother was Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, the priest of On. Benjamin's sons were Bela, Beker, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Echi, Rosh, Mupim, Hupim, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel and Jacob. The number of Jacob's descendants through Rachel was fourteen. The sons of Dan was Hushim. The sons of Naphtali were Jazel, Guni, Jezer, and Shilem. These were the sons of Bilhah, the servant given to Rachel by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Bilhah was seven. The total number of Jacob's direct descendants who went with him to Egypt, not counting his son's wives, was 66. In addition, Joseph had two sons who were born in Egypt. So altogether, there were 70 members of Jacob's family in the land of Egypt. As they neared their destination, Jacob sent Judah ahead to meet Joseph and get directions to the region of Goshen. When they finally arrived there, Joseph prepared his chariot and traveled to Goshen to meet his father Jacob. When Jacob arrived, he embraced his father and wept, holding him for a long time. Finally, Jacob said to Joseph, now I'm ready to die since I have seen your face again and know you are still alive. And Joseph said to his brothers and his father's entire family, I'll go to Pharaoh and tell him, My brothers and my father's entire family have come to me from the land of Canaan. These men are shepherds. They raise livestock. They brought with them their flocks and herds and everything they own. Then he said, When Pharaoh calls you and asks about your occupation, you must tell him, we, your servants, have raised livestock all our lives, as our ancestors have always done. When you tell him this, he'll let you live here in the region of Goshen, for Egyptians despise shepherds. Having heard the story, I hope that you discovered that true repentance indeed does bring about forgiveness. What about you? Is there anything that you need to repent of today to fix a broken relationship? Do that. Your true repentance might bring about their forgiveness. 
like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask, are blessings truly important 